0: Welcome, welcome to another episode of Self Love for Everyday Superheroes. As I toast to you today for your commitment to self love, self care and success with my wine glass of water. Um, Welcome, welcome everyone. Today we have a very special guest. We have Elise Nussbaum who's gonna be joining us today to talk about five healthy money habits to take that step one to level up and becoming financially free. We're going to be talking about money, y'all, as we spring forward and spring clean our finances. And in support of our visionary leadership, we know we have to make sure that our money is in alignment and making sure that our money mindset is too. So let's begin. But before we dive in and bring Elise onto the stage, I want to make sure that we talk A little bit of business. Make sure if you have not done so already that you subscribe below, that you like, and you make a comment. We want to hear from you. How are the topics resonating from you? What is, you know, making you feel like, oh my gosh, this is it? Or what is it it that you're like, "Mm -mm, no sacred, you missed the bar on that one. What are you bringing to drink today for our chat together? I want to hear all the tea in our show. Also, just remember that because we are committed to supporting 1 million ambitious leaders to help you to transform your barriers to your mind, body, well-being, deepen your self-love so you can embody your leadership potential and launch your vision as a radical act of self-love, because we are committed to doing that. Remember, you are here for a reason and you're born to shine. So thanks for joining us, Love Nation. So happy to have you here in support of our show's goal, and in support of touching your life so that you can continue to touch the lives of others and be the love medicine the world needs. So we're going to be talking about educational stuff today. Just know that if you need deeper support, if you want to become a sponsor, if you want to become a guest on the show, or even invite me to be a guest as well on your show, reach out to support at sacredwalker.com. Excuse me, that's support at sacredwalker.net, support at sacredwalker.net. All right, today's show is going to be delicious. We're going to invite in our very special guest now. So happy to have her with us today. And just know that we have the one, the only, Elise Nussbaum, who will be here with us to speak about this very, very important topic. So thank you so much, at least for joining and being on our show today. Hi.
1: <laughs> this is quite the reception. <laughs>
0: Beautiful. Take it in. Take it in. Take it in. Take it in. All right. Okay. So, so happy to have you. And we've already announced the topic for today, focusing in on five healthy money habits and taking that step one to being able to create and become financially free. So I'm so glad to have you here with us to at least today. And for those who don't know, this is a resilient episode. This is a take Too. So you know that Elise is committed to supporting financial freedom. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's really wonderful to be able to have these conversations. I think we need to normalize having conversations about money.
0: It's so true. It's so true. And especially as we go into the springtime, people are out, right? And in the the, the possibilities of being out spring cleaning our mindset around money. We also wanna look at when we're out and we're interacting more, how are we doing so intentionally? So, you know, let's go ahead and get started because I, before we dive in, just want to give a little bit of context about who you are And how amazing you are, because we talk here about the fact that you're passionate, right? So I just wanted to share with everyone that you talked about being passionate about helping everyone to take control of their finances in whatever way works best for them. Whether it's starting a retirement account, paying off debt, or just letting go of the shame and stigma that so many people feel when it comes to money, but many people don't know that you are also a Jeopardy! champion. So tell us a little bit about how you even got to the point of being a Jeopardy! champion before we dive in to oh, the gosh. subject at hand. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I mean, you know, it was one of those things, like, it's always been in the back of my mind, like, watching the show. I think everyone kind of thinks about, like, ah, oh, could I do that? Could I do that? Um, and I took the online test, um, and, you know, if you get above a certain percentage, they invite you to audition. I went to the audition in New York and, you know, that's where they're looking for, okay, do they have the knowledge? Um, but also like, are they comfortable? Can they, you know, hold the camera? And so my friend told me like, be yourself, but like bigger, (laughs) <laughs> Just a little bigger. And I'm like, I can do that. Um so then a month or so later they called me uh to be on the show. A month after that I was taping and two months after that it aired. It was very, you know, whirlwind almost. It was um uh, it was a pretty amazing experience to be there with Alex Trebek.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure. And, you know, for those of us who say, okay, we, we put something out there, you know, with all that goes into it and we take a leap of faith, you know, is that one of the moments that you realized, oh my gosh, I can put my mind to something and go after it? Or is there something else that kind of inspires you? Because I see you as an everyday superhero.
1: Thank you. I will say one thing that I learned about myself in playing those games was um, if I didn't know, if I didn't know the question, I was like, well, maybe it's this. And I would like ring in and say it. Usually I was right. And then all the times when I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I probably shouldn't risk it I was still right, <laughs> and I was like, oh, "If only, if only I had had more confidence in my instincts and and confidence in my own knowledge, um, you know, I would have come home with some more cash or you know, won won a game that maybe I wouldn't have won otherwise."
0: Mm, absolutely, so isn't that kind of like the game of life, right? That
1: exactly. You are-
0: Tuning in, listening to your intuition. And sometimes it's literally saying this is the right move and you're not sure. And you had that pause in yourself about it and you took the leap of faith and you went after it. Right. And so that's so much of what visionary leaders, those who are tuning in, please comment below. I'm going to check the chat to see what you have to say. Because have you ever taken that moment where you are wondering, is this, should I, and your spirit saying, go for it. And guess what? You are, you were right on track. So thanks for sharing that piece that many people wouldn't even think of with Jeopardy. They think so. And also just know that we're speaking to an everyday brilliant woman as well as Sarah, just in case. <laughs> so let's dive in just in that, in that vein, right. Of being able to take a leap of faith. So someone has taken that leap. They said, I want to go ahead and start a small business or I want to start a side hustle or I want to get that promotion and I go after it and I'm an executive, uh, an everyday superhero or someone who's historically, my family line may have not had the strongest relationship with money or maybe I didn't inherit it, right? And so maybe those questions are coming up that they don't feel organic to us, right? They don't mm-hmm. feel like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I have a question and I actually know the answer to this one, right? Right. And so tell me, you know, what, where do you even begin if you are someone who, you know, you're feeling like you're on a Jeopardy uh, game when you're trying to look at how to, you know, make some moves differently this spring so that you can become financially free?
1: Yeah, that is a great question. And I feel like so much of it is laying the groundwork in yourself to have that confidence. Um, And especially when it comes to, the confidence to interact with your money in a way that's going to be productive for you. Um, so one of the things that I like to talk about with my clients is making sure that your your money habits and the way you're spending your money um, and the way you're using your money really align with your values. And so that takes a little introspection and it takes a little thinking about like, okay, well, gosh, like, what is important to me? Where am I rooted? Where do I derive my my strength from and my character and the way I want to be in the world and move in the world? Um, And knowing that and thinking about that in a really intentional way can really help you design like not just the the what of your money, but like the why. And then also from that, the how, right? Because if you're like, okay, so what I'm really valuing right now is, um, connection, you know? Okay. So how does that manifest in the way that you are developing your spending plan, um, in the way that you are directing your spending, um, or, you know, security or creativity or convenience, even, you know, convenience can be a, a great way of making sure that you have the energy and the bandwidth to work on your goals. Um, and so I think, like, the first thing I would say is take some time to really think about your values. You don't need a whole laundry list, maybe like the top three. And interact with your money and engage with your money and your spending in a way that reflects the, your values and ultimately your goals in that, in that way.
0: Absolutely. absolutely. And can you um, give an example of that? An example of a time that either you personally or someone that you've worked with, you know, in the work that you do, was struggling with that, you know, aligning their values and was able to, because I've experienced this personally with you as my, I call you my financial therapist, right? But like, you know, someone who has helped um, someone to work through and unpack those things and to be able to say, okay, now my values align. Um, because, you know, as a visionary leader, sometimes we can become and if raise your hand, if you're right there with it, sometimes we can become checklist kings and queens and, you know, so forth. Right. And so we don't want to get caught up in the now we have to create another project out of the project of making sure our money's in order. So can you give an example of a way to help simplify our relationship to money? Something you've worked with through some, with someone with.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Just in terms of, you know, thinking about that alignment. um, I know a lot of people look at their spending and they're like, oh my gosh, so many restaurants. (laughs) And each restaurant bill is quite significant these days, right? Um, And so we talk through like, um, what, what are you getting when you go to a restaurant? You know, is it Um, the convenience of having somebody else cook for you and do the dishes? Is it the experience of trying something new, you know, trying a new food that you would not cook on your own? Um, Is it the feeling of being connected and sharing a meal with people you love? And so once we get to, okay, so what is the why? What is the value that we're expressing um, with this spending? Then we can think about, well, is there a way to uh, to express that part of yourself, to um, acknowledge and fulfill that part of yourself in a way that is still going to help you achieve your financial goals? So if you're like, oh gosh, you know, I I get out of work on Friday nights and I just want to go out with my friends, let loose. Um, maybe one thing that we can look at is what if you just had people over at your place and everyone brought a snack or a bottle of wine or a movie to watch. Um, and a lot of my clients have had great success with that because, as it turns out, once you tell your friend, "Hey, look, I am really watching my spending." Can we do something that's on the less expensive side? Nine times out of 10, your friend is going to be like, Oh my God, me too. I'm so glad. Mm -hmm. Thank you for saying this. Um, And so you get to build that connection um, in an even deeper way while you're still like, Okay, so that frees up, you know, a hundred bucks a week or a month or you know however however much you're spending um that I can put towards paying down my credit card that much faster you know putting aside for an emergency fund um anything like that and i think it's so much more powerful to say all right this is what i want out of life and the spending is one tool to accomplish that. And it's not the only tool.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, what I love about what you're sharing is us taking a look at where do we want our money to go and feeling like we're more in control of our money, right? I know one of the things that you and I have talked about is I really want to be able to say that I can travel, being able to say that I want to be able to invest in a home and build wider and broader goals. And in order to do that, what are areas that need to be cut back on? One of the biggest things that I discovered during COVID was you know, getting an air fryer and being able to make some family recipes in this air fryer. So I was cutting back on all my oily, greasy stuff that I was (laughs) doing. And then I was also cutting back on having to go out and saying, in order to entertain, I needed to do this. But it also, to your point, was a way to be able to connect with people. And people who really care for you will support your vision and also your vision for financial freedom, right? Being able to come together and break bread and connect. So I love the examples that you're giving. And I can personally, and I'm sure if you can relate, I want you to take a moment, you know, chime in the chat. You know, What is something that you feel you can position to turn your vice into your victory? Like, what is your thing, right? And that's something that, you know, you can really, you know, you'll learn in the show notes. That when you connect in with your company to be able to bring Elise's company uh, in, you know, you can be able to talk more with her directly about that. So I want us to kind of get real now with some, some, now we've gotten some into some of the stories, right? I want us to get real now into just looking at what are the ways that, you know, if you're a frequenter of the show, because we talk about some big things, I want us to better understand what are some of the hiccups that happen or the misconceptions about money, right? Because people talk about big things and money mindset and prosperity mindset, right? But oftentimes there are misconceptions that come with it that, you know, if you just did X, Y would miraculously appear, right? (laughs) And so Mm -hmm. obviously if that was the case, we wouldn't have so many people in this country struggling with debt, and really needing to spring clean their brain this this time around to really relate to money differently. So tell us one to three misconceptions that people have about being financially free.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can start with what I feel like is the biggest um, misconception out there. And uh, this might be controversial, but I actually do not believe in willpower. I like I believe that it exists. I don't think it's super helpful when you're talking about money um, because a it's it's overblown, right? It's part of this whole you know, personal responsibility, blah blah, blah, toxic garbage that that people get very rich by the way, by spewing. You know, and it's part of that whole shame and stigma and, you know, self-punishing behavior that I think we just need to move away from when it comes to um, dealing with our finances, talking, thinking, feeling about our finances. Um, And I think when you can step away from this idea that like, okay, all I need is discipline, all I need is willpower. The other thing about that is that that's not a plan. You know what I mean? It's like if you're like, "Oh, I'm going to run a marathon," and someone's like, "How?" and you're like, "I'm just going to do it." <laughs> like it 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 doesn't uh, it doesn't actually get you closer to your goals. Um, so that would be kind of the the number one misconception, and like what I try to avoid. And I try to avoid it very concretely with my clients. Cause I'm like, all right, let's build the systems that will allow you to forego willpower. Cause the other thing is like, there's always something, you know what I mean? You can be like, all right, I'm gonna, my new habit is I'm going to go outside and walk for an hour every day. And then what happens Monday it's pouring down rain. Tuesday, you like, you know, walk into a bench and you hurt your knee and you can't walk. Thursday, like your cat gets sick. You know, it's like a whole thing where, okay, what if we just set up a system where you could automate things? You know, if you're working on Improving your credit score by reducing the number of late payments. Can you set up automatic payment just to just to make sure that things are chugging along in the background? Um, can you set up a contribution to your four hundred one k so the money comes out of your paycheck before you even see it? You know things like that. Uh, I'm a huge believer in automation, setting yourself up for success, making things. Intuitive, um, and kind of, you know, leaving the, you know, self self flagellation off to the side. Like, nah, that's you can do that. But if you're gonna procrastinate, procrastinate on that. Um, But you know, you can take the steps that that will allow you to reach your goals um, with a minimum of effort, not zero effort, but a minimum.
0: Mm -hmm, Absolutely. You know, what I love about what you're sharing is looking at how we can build in routines. And as a mental health advocate, I'm definitely not someone that's going to be saying, yes, shame, right? (laughs) Right? Like you don't want to have those unhealthy, shameful relationships to money. Um, And if you're tuning in, definitely hop over because we just had an episode that talked about willpower the other day. So hop over, look at that (laughs) because one of the biggest things is no power gets broken down, anxiety arises, all the other things are getting kicked up when we don't feel like we have systems in place. But say you're someone who's a small business owner. So for those who are, you know, having the W-2s come in every two weeks, this absolutely is consistent. But say for example, you're a small business owner with this volatile, you know, up and down, you know, thing that's happening sometimes where things are going so well And then things are going down, like the stock market, for example. Mm -hmm, (laughs) But But like, you know, what are, I know, I know something we've talked about, you and I have talked about are things like capital that will like do a percentage of your revenue coming in. So it's, whether it's big or small, at least you know that you have some transfers, some systems like that. Are there other systems that when things just feel volatile and things feel like, Okay, they're gonna ebb and flow. And maybe you're newer to business or you're seasoned or you're in your second chapter. What are there, are there misconceptions that you have heard about what you can or cannot do when things feel like they're in flux? Yeah, I mean, I
1: think that as um as a small business owner, like you are there's a lot of what is called known unknowns, and then there's mm-hmm. unknown unknowns, right? Um, And I think part of it is recognizing that things are going to be in flux and there are going to be months and seasons that are busier than others and that will bring in more revenue Um, and then others where things are going to be a little bit slower. And that is not necessarily a reflection of your business model or of you know, your your own capacity to work hard and and run your business. It's just part of the natural cycle. Um, and I think one thing that is really helpful when you have that income that can be a little bit unpredictable is really thinking about, okay, so again, it comes it comes down to making a spending plan right mm-hmm. and like that is another one of um my money habits that i will talk up every chance i get you know it mm-hmm. um is like doing that budget tracking your spending so you can say like okay so my personal budget is $4000 a month or $3000 a month whatever it is and some months my revenue is going to be greater than that. And some months, it's going to be less than that. Um, How, like, knowing this, having this information, what are the systems that I can set up for myself so that it's not, so even if it is technically feast or famine, it doesn't feel like famine in the in the leaner times, um, and kind of thinking about like smoothing your income and kind of when, when the money's rolling in thinking about, okay, so, you know, putting this aside, because I know things are going to get lean later on, um, and, and kind of incorporating that into your overall planning. And that goes for entrepreneurs, freelancers, um, seasonal workers, you know, even if you have like a second job, you know, uh, Uber, Instacart, moonlighting somewhere, it's all about smoothing the income, smoothing your consumption so that it's a little, it's, you know, not do, 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 do I'm for famously visual medium podcasting. I'm making a a big wave with my finger and now smaller wave. Um, so you know, I think that can be a really powerful tool for entrepreneurs and others with more volatile income.
0: Absolutely. I love what you're naming you know, just around the the wave of things, right? And comment below, right? Because I think something that people don't, I think I know, this is something that you and I have talked about, right? The shoppies. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna blow up my own spot in the spirit of, of all of you and everyone that I care for out there in the world too, right? Because one of the things we talk about is when things are, are, are lean, one of the things that are, are blessings of, you know, growing up, Uh, struggling and poor. It's that you learn how to do with what you have. Uh But then the flip side of that is if you've not had a relationship to money, right? I've heard many people say they win the lottery and within a year, they're back to the same baseline that they knew before because their internal bottom line can't relate to knowing what it's like to have more. And so what I love about what you're bringing up is how can we move? And this is what I'm putting into the atmosphere. How can I and other visionaries move as if you know what? Even if I build in a what I call my what WIW, my you know, uh um, or my do whatever I want, kind of like a little budget in, right? If even if I budget that in, I'm naming the shoppies as when I first jumped into another sphere, as you and I know, all of a sudden based on healing some other stuff, I started getting the shoppies. And I was like, oh, I had to show up in certain kinds of look. And I had to show up in a certain kind of way in order to dress to impress, right? That was my imposter syndrome kicking up. And now I'm doing a two-year fast with your support that I have kept to, but I'm bum right? It's so <laughs> exciting. And have been able to redirect that because I recognize that whether you are at three figures or whether you are at seven figures, there to be intentionality around my money, right? And so now I can say, when things are fluctuating, just because things jump from five to six or six to seven, that doesn't mean that my spending has to as well. And I think this is what you're speaking into, right? That I can be an ex today, and now I'm at tomorrow, I'm like, oh my gosh, finally, I could never have gotten that Maserati, finally. <laughs> like, I, I really have been wanting this Lamborghini. And if this is your only goal and expense, that's one thing. But if now your lifestyle and your profit are hand in hand, right? Now all of a sudden your profit goes completely down because your lifestyle, right? Your spending and your revenue match. And so this is what I'm hearing you speak into is maybe reserving so that you always have a cushion and you can say, this is where I want it to go. So that when I have a lower month, I'm not feeling like I'm in the what they call the feast or famine. Everyone imagines someone just like having to feast on whatever comes because you're in this famine place versus like, oh, okay, I can handle this. I'm financially free. I built that cushion in and I'm living as if I'm making three figures even though I'm making six or seven, right? Like mm-hmm. I can move from that spaciousness. So I want to take a moment. To just acknowledge that if this conversation about money is exciting you or it's stressing you out, that's okay, right? Because this is this is real stuff that we're talking about. But we want us to be able to take a breath in, to breathe in the love, to let go of any fears of letdown because guess what? You're going to keep your word to yourself and you, when you struggle with it, you reach out to an Elise and you check in, you plug in, right? You see how you can get support. And if you're having some vice to victory moments, you can check in on, on our Limitless Mastermind. We'll be talking about that. So, let's talk about intention, right? Let's talk about intention. When you're taking a moment now, so someone has reached out to you, and they and I'm excited, shouting from the rooftops, they're connected with Elise, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And you are saying, "I'm committing to this new phase." Can you give us one to three tips? that would that they can say between now and when they reach out that they can begin to do when they're like I'm taking all these great notes but now I'm overwhelmed how can I reduce the overwhelm and show up to a conversation with you just feeling like I've begun step 1 of taking
1: control of my money mhm um yeah that is like a really amazing way to look at it like taking the taking those steps and one thing you know i feel like overall i talk a lot about feelings and intentions and you know being kind and da 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 da, da. but as you know i get very nuts and bolts right we're not uh it's not just feelings up in here like <laughs> we're like making phone calls and Uh, looking at numbers and analyzing, Um, and I think it really helps to have those concrete actions that you can take on your own. So the number one thing I would say is that knowledge is power, and so when you are ready to make that step to start talking about your finances, Um, you can really come into that meeting from a position of power if you know what is going on with your money. Um, So that would be looking at income versus expenses. And I'm not saying like you have to make up a whole budget or a whole spending plan, but just knowing like, um, is there, am I breaking even each month? Is there a little money left over? Is there a surplus that I can do something with? Am I running out of money? Is there a deficit? Um, And, you know, a financial coach will be able to talk you through that and kind of look at, okay, how can we bring income and expenses back into alignment? Um, So just having that information, um, looking at your credit report, Knowing your credit score and kind of thinking about it in the context of your other goals, you know, maybe buying a vehicle, purchasing a home, things like that. Um, And looking at your debt uh, and really thinking about, okay, so these are the credit cards I have. These are the balances. These are the minimum payments. These are the interest rates. Um, and having that information will really help guide the conversation and, and knowing what your goals are. Um, having that information will l- sort of make very clear what the next steps are towards achieving those goals. So if I was going to get real nuts and bolts, I'd say, look at your money, look at your debt, look at your credit. Um, and, you know, and now I'm going to go back into emotions and, uh, you know, the goal is not, oh, I have to feel fabulous about my money all times. It's like, no, let's, let's aim for neutral. Let's aim for, all right, here it is. These are numbers, um, and it's one snapshot of one very specific element, of something that's meant to help me on my journey.
0: Absolutely. And, and for those who are tuning in, who are on that step of their journey, you might be on the other side of a divorce. You might be on the other side of a new marriage. You might be on the other side of having made a big financial investment or wanting to, you might be wanting to retire, wanting to make sure that you can set up a legacy for your family, right? Right major life changes. You might have, you know, medical expenses or fur baby expenses, ask me how I know, right? Like, all these things happen and we get to forgive ourselves around it, but then take that next step. So kind of like how earlier when Lise was listening in and talking about how she had that question in her mind that she was gonna answer on Jeopardy. And then she said, is it correct? And she just took the leap anyway. If you're right now going, should I? I'm not sure. Go ahead and reach out. You'll see in the show notes how to take that next step because at the end of the day, it's not the light hiccup that happens. It's what you do on the other side that makes you unstoppable. And we want to support you to get there. So comment below, chime in, reach out, and tell us, Elise, I know there are specific ways that you know people can connect with you. They have to do it through someone else. So who should they speak to? If you are either... Um, a small business owner, or if you are someone who works for a company, who should you speak to to connect to connect them to Elise? It's like, how do we get to you um, so that we can take this next step?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, let's. I, my email will be in the show notes, and you can shoot me an email, and I will connect you with the appropriate person to reach out to. Okay,
0: perfect. Perfect. All right. Sounds good. And then as well, we want you to know that in support of continuing to shine, anyone who reaches out to Elise and lets us know that they do so in the comments below, we'll make sure to do our best to make sure you connect with one another and we can go from there as well. If you reach out to us, we'll also plug you in to them as well, to Elise and her company. Okay. All right. Perfect. So thank you everyone so much for coming. Elise, any closing words before we go for today?
1: Um, Yeah, I just want to say I promised you five, (laughs) five habits. (laughs) Um, And so we talked about aligning your values with your spending, um, budgeting and tracking, automating your systems, being kind to yourself. Um, and the last one I, I want to make sure we get in there is just normalizing baby steps, right? This is not something that is going to happen in one day or one month or even sometimes one year, you know? Um, and I think just beginning that journey is already like a huge accomplishment. Um, and we know, you know, I I tell my clients, look, we're going to sit down and just eat this elephant one bite at a time and it's going to, it's going to be okay. Um, so that's, yeah, that's what I would just want to leave with. Like Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, and we're not going to, buy a house tomorrow. We're not going to retire in one week. We're going to work and we're going to build habits and we're going to support ourselves and we're going to support each other along the way.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful. So just everyone tuning in in support of those baby steps and Elise being so thorough and making sure that we got those five, which I so appreciate. That was so wonderful for you to remember that, which speaks to your heart and speaks to your you know, strategic approach. And so in that spirit, just remember that she remembered who she was and the game changed. And so just always love yourself in spite of, so that you can set yourself financially free. That's our show y'all remember to like, subscribe and follow below and go ahead and take tell us our takeaway um, your takeaway right below in the comments thank you all so much for coming today